0: Welcome to the Landmark Theaters Film Club podcast. Today we'll be hearing a conversation about The Sisters Brothers with director Jacques Odiard, actor John C. Riley, and co-screenwriter Thomas Bittigan. This Q&A was recorded at the Landmark during the film's opening weekend. Hello everyone, I'm Mark Olson with the Los Angeles Times. Thanks so much for being here today. Please join me now in welcoming from the movie screenwriter, uh, Tomas Bittigan. <laughs> director and co-screenwriter Jacques Odiard. And star and producer of the film, John C. Riley. Yeah. Go, John! <laughs>
1: <sighs> Go! I just got here. <laughs> um, so it's weird, right, uh, to have seen a movie and then all of a sudden the person's there in front of you, <laughs> even while the trailers are still rolling. There was a lot to digest there. So just feel free to just, you know, take a moment. We'll talk among ourselves <laughs> yes. while you process what just happened. Well, John, I'll, I'll start with a question for you simply.
0: What was it about the book by Patrick DeWitt that, you know, excited you, that spoke to you? and made you want to get involved with this with this project?
1: Well, uh, my wife, Alison Dickey, is the one that actually um, was working with Patrick DeWitt on an independent film called Terry that I was also in. But she asked him if he had any other writing, and he had this manuscript before it had been published. And uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a startling piece of writing. You know, it, it, right away it jumps out at you as a very filmic story, and then the emotional vulnerability of the characters in it, especially Eli, who's like the primary narrator kind of in the book anyway. You know, the, I, I don't know, it's just, I think it's amazing that these guys murder, there's a large body count in the movie, but by the end of it, you still feel these sympathetic feelings for them. Uh, and I think that's because of that that vulnerability that um, is in the book and, and Jacques put in the film as well.
0: And now tell me, about that, that how did you and Allison kind of deci- decide to go to Jacques? I mean, he is a d'Or winner, one of the most celebrated filmmakers in the world, but known for French contemporary urban crime dramas, which maybe doesn't make you think of a period Western set in the United States.
1: Well, I feel bad talking so much with Jacques sitting here. He came all the way from France to be here. We're getting sake. there, we're getting there. Jacques Godillard, I mean. Look, like we, we promised Pat DeWitt that we, because Pat is our friend, too, we promised him we'd, we would get the best people we could possibly get and make the best film possible out of your book. And Jacques was, you know, someone immediately, as soon as we realized he might be interested, it was like, we, we just couldn't believe how lucky we, we were. Because that's what we were looking for, to put, it, to put the story in the capable hands of someone who is going to take it and make a really personal story out of it. We weren't interested in making another kind of cliched western or there's no reason to make a western for a western's sake you know there's plenty of them out there great ones um so we yeah so uh, Jacques, um Jacques made a personal film out of this material and that's that's all all of our favorite films are like that
0: and Jacques, let me ask uh. you <laughs> 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 what was it that appealed to you about about the book what spoke to you about it
2: um, excuse me, I, I speak French because um, because I'm French. <laughs> translate. Fair enough, because I'm French. Pourquoi pourquoi j'ai aimé le? Alors deux choses. Comment le? C'est la première fois de ma vie que que qu'on m'apporte un projet que je vais réaliser. It is the first time in my professional life that someone brings a project to me and normalement c'est moi qui trouve le livre qui, qui est l'idée et j'ai adoré ça en fait c'est plus simple it's much more simple <laughs> et, donc, et le, le <laughs> ah, <pff. laughs> Enfin, simple. Euh, le, 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 alors, moi, moi, c'est effectivement. Enfin, le, le, le livre, m'a, le, le livre de Patrick m'a, m'a enchanté. Je trouve que c'est, un, c'est, un, c'est une histoire picaresque. I really love the book. It's a great story. But que contrairement, euh, bon, ça peut paraître bizarre, c'est que moi, j'y vois plus. Euh, je m'a, m'a, moi, je suis comment je suis Je suis français. Je suis européen. Donc, really? le, le western, ça n'est pas mon histoire. Well, I'm, I'm French. I'm uh, European, and so Western definitely is not my history. Donc je suis obligé de le prendre comme un film d'époque. So piece. It the gold rush. Donc alors il peut, effectivement, il y a des, des des hommes à cheval avec des chapeaux et des of revolvers. Mais pour moi, c'est un film d'époque. It's just a period piece. That's how they, that's what they did at that time. Et avec Tom, ce qui nous a immédiatement surcroît, on sait vraiment, ce qui nous a intéressé dans le roman de De c'est que c'était plus probablement un conte qu'un western. So uh, with Tom, the brilliant um, screenwriter that I work with. Uh, and then, what we liked about it no, it was we, we liked the fairy tale quality about it that's something that really appealed to us and um so it's maybe that and the comedy and there's something more than a western about it yes in uh, as in literature in literature, we will call that a a coming of age story that's really what we thought it was
0: because I've heard in some other q and as you talk about the fact that at first you were Skeptical about making a western, you weren't really sure that the world needed another western. How did you answer that question for yourself? What sort of convinced you to do it? No, I don't
2: think the world needs another western. <laughs> <laughs> avoir besoin Maybe they need something else. But it's true that the Western is a but le uh, incontournable dans l'histoire du cinéma so, but it's yes. really one of the main joint the films you
1: know. you know and yeah it's funny because people like this idea of a western is it a western is it a new kind of western you know like um, we didn't we weren't thinking that way at all I don't think when we were working I, I don't recall ever talking about what kind of western are we making <laughs> like I was just consumed with my relationship with my brother and it just so happened we were on horses and we had guns but it wasn't like, this is the rootinest, tootinest Western ever made, you know, like, yeah, yeah. we were, you know, it's really, it has much to do with like, you know, Treasure of the Sierra Madre or Night of the Hunter, you know, yeah. Jack and Tom have bo- both, you know, noted that one. So yeah, we were just looking, we were looking to make something original.
2: Yes, we, we don't wake up thinking well, we're going to subvert the genre, you know, it's not really what we think. We, it's really the the, the idea is uh, it was to, that those two uh, brothers, they are like uh, children. It's really that they, they are like 12-year-old and they've been having that ongoing conversation for so long. Now they're in their 40s and they keep on, you know… like It's like us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I have to say, it's one thing I feel I've never thought about before with a Western is just how much, like riding on horseback through the West, the American West, it provides you a lot of time to just talk to each other. That you're, it, it takes a while. And so the, that element of the movie, that there is so much just talking in the movie on, on horseback, is that something that's from the book or did you kind of discover that as you were working? <laughs>
2: Yeah, the book it's a, it's a lot c'est of a dialogues. A, a lot of dialogues. I penser du Jacques It made me think of of, of, uh, books of French books from the in, uh, 18th century that would be the book that would be just dialogues and you know talking about many things uh, like Jacques the fatalist. Um, and so, um, yes, it was, it's really that. Actually, in, in the adaptation process, we reduced the dialogues a lot because there's so much in, in, in the book.
1: Yeah, it's amazing how much talking you do when you don't have a phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, it's either the horse you talk to or the person you're with. Yeah. And I talk to that horse a lot in Spanish. Spanish horse, yeah.
0: <laughs> and can you talk a little bit more about the adaptation process, in particular, the characters played by Jake Gyllenhaal and Riz Ahmed, uh, Morris and Warm, that the two of you really expanded that relationship and made that section of the film much bigger than it is in the book. And what what was maybe the thinking behind that? Well, uh, okay. In the in the book, um, the characters of Warm and Morris are, are, are,
2: are not as developed as they are here because the the book is really about the brothers wandering around and uh, and, and talking all the time. And we needed. More tension for the film, and so that's how we we came up with the idea that it would be two two separate couples, two, two different couples, and they will reunite at one point. And also one of the b- big difference with Worms' character in the book, uh, it's that he's, he's, he has the formula for the gold, but doesn't have um, the, the, the whole idea of the utopia that he has, that he will create a new society. It's not, it's not in the, it's not there. It's not in the books, it's something we come up with because that adds uh, a deep, um, another layer to, to the story. It's the guy who
0: has an idea. It's not just about the gold and the money. And John, can you talk a little about your chemistry with Joaquin? I mean, the two of you were so terrific in the movie together. What was it like working with him? And maybe how did the two of you kind of build that up?
1: Uh, yeah, we well, we'd met a couple times before. We had a mutual friend, Paul Anderson. Uh, yeah, thanks, so. <laughs> huh? I'll tell him that happened. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we didn't really know each other; just met briefly. And um, the, you know, I was j- so pleased when Jacques decided to cast him as my brother because I think no one does what Joaquin does. I mean, to me, uh, in some ways, it's like you know, watching a wild animal on on one of those nature cams. You're like, what is it gonna do now? Like. <laughs> he's really that and that's a real accomplishment given how much preparation and planning and all that that goes into filmmaking to be able to be that alive anyway um yeah so as you could probably guess not not someone who wanted to sit down and like tell his whole life story to me and like get to know each other that way so we just i just realized like these guys have spent every sunrise and sunset together since they were 10 years old and they killed their father And that's an intense bond, you know? That's a lot of time. So we basically just started spending all of our time together. It was as simple as that. And then, yeah, just through osmosis almost, you know? The relationship between us became, by the end of the shooting, a lot like the relationship of Eli and Charlie, minus the murder. But... (laughs) The same attention with each other. We were just side by side, shoulder to shoulder, living together, driving to work together, cooking for each other. And you know, it was like we went all in. And I, I hope it comes across in the movie anyway. But. Actors, uh,
2: must have a lot of talent. For penser que Joaquin and John So that's, that's how you see that how much talent they have is that you can end up thinking that they actually are brothers, What kind of mother would have had <laughs> two <laughs> kids like that? He reminds
1: me of my that's, younger brother a honestly. <laughs> but
2: that's talent right there.
0: <laughs> and now, Jacques, I know you've said that part of the appeal of the project for you was working with American actors like John and Joaquin. What was it that you that you got from that? Did you sort of learn the things you were hoping to learn by by taking on the project?
2: Uh, ah oui oui. Uh. Yes. <laughs> 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 no, but it's the. Je sais pas comment dire ça simplement. Je ne sais pas comment dire ça simplement. Parce que c'est très, pour moi, pour, pour, pour moi, comme réalisateur français, c'est, c'est très, trè- director, c'est vraiment une autre approche. Really c'est que comment le, je parle, je parle de toi comme si tu n'étais pas là. Je parle de John comme si il n'était pas là. C'est-à-dire que comment il y a, y a, yeah, y a yeah, ok, yeah. great, great. <laughs> Et c'est comment le, il y, prép- y, a, y, a, y a un gros travail avant. Il y a un gros travail de préparation. Et quand et, et quand alors ça ça va être très différent selon que soit John, Joaquin, je ne sais pas s'il y a du travail avant. John ou Joaquim, mais disons Jake, Jake. Et, Jake. Um, ils arrivent et c'est très comme ça ça, ça existe tout de suite très fort yeah um, from the start it really it's avec really uh, there quand je travaille en france normalement work comme in france, it's je, different. je je répète beaucoup avec eux i have to rehearse a lot with the, the actors donc en fait voilà c'est que je, je, je les amène, uh, je les amène progressivement them, à jouer mais I I bring que them to the toward the character here the character is already here it's really what happened who with who the forakin they si yeah. they own their character it's really I'm
1: it's I I it's a big difference yeah yeah you have to bring something right be ready ready to go <laughs> yeah. but at the same time you have to uh you have to adapt to the director and and find something, you know, find a way of being.
2: But you don't What i Don't think it's true. What could I we say? never talked like this non, during non, the movie. No, by no, the way, no, this sorry. is
1: fascinating. <laughs> no, but
2: no, but les the des that I really had the feeling that you were uh, that you owned the character for
1: for a while. Like well, I have been reading that book for years and years and years. <laughs> at that point, but. Um, I think uh, I you know what I felt a kinship to this character the first time I read the book It was almost like Patrick had been thinking of me or something but he he hadn't been he didn't know me then like but I don't know it just it was one of those things that really felt right away like oh, I know how uh, that
2: with I Vous êtes responsable du rôle du, du personnage, tandis qu'avec les acteurs français, j'ai l'impression moi d'être toujours responsable du rôle. Okay, with American C'est actors, I feel like the, 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 the character is your responsibility, and when I will shoot with French actors, I feel it's my responsibility.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, thanks for sharing the responsibility with me on this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Jacques, I want to be sure to ask about the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> About the about the opening shootout. That it's I've never seen a shootout done quite like that and maybe how the two of you sort of thought of that and then simply how did you do it? Like how, how did you how did you create that those images? Or is are those is that practically
2: done?
0: Well uh, all
2: it takes is uh, one ID and a camera. <laughs> There's no light. No, it's easy. That's the easy part. You can do that at home. But yeah,
1: it is. It is that that black powder in those guns. <laughs> that is exactly what. It's not some special effect. That's what happens when you shoot a gun with black powder and a slug in it. It goes, ba <laughs> blam. Yeah.
2: That's ce je vous disais tout l'heure what I was saying earlier' le conte imagerie de conte once you have the idea that it's a fairy tale more uh, as more uh, as much as it is a western, then you can produce that kind of images. pour enfants yeah those are images for children like a, a a book
0: of image because the way the movie unfolds it continually surprises you as you're watching it. And was that something that was hard to sort of hold on to from the book? Or how did you kind of make the story so continually
2: surprising? We have a lot of talent. And we work a lot. No, but that's the rule. That's the really the, the rule when you're a screenwriter. It's the, the thing. is, uh, Things are not what they appear to be. It's the really the, the rule number one. And that's what we were trying to do. And even the film is like that. You, you think it's a Western and then, oh, maybe, no, it's more like a fairy tale. Maybe it's like a comedy. And you know, it, it keeps on evolving as, as it goes.
0: And John, is it a challenge for you in your performance to sort of capture those changes, to have it be grittier at first then funnier for a bit then it becomes more like a fable and like those changes those shifts seem like they'd be hard to to capture
1: yeah there's you know it's funny to talk now and now that the movie's done and it's this thing outside of us that we're all looking at together rather than something i was inside of you know but when you're inside of it every day it was it I I wasn't thinking about fables and Westerns and things. I was just thinking about like Joaquin, you know? (laughs) And then of course, which, you know, uh, just to double back on this thing of the ownership of the character, how Jacques was saying like in France, the director, it's the director's responsibility to make a character as opposed to uh, Americans coming in kind of with ownership of the character or living it already but that said we would we would show up and like we you know at least my version of the job is as a sort of loyal soldier like you come in feeling like that person that character and then it's like and what are we going to do with it where what you know like and you end up really depending a lot on a on a director especially one as in tune as Jacques but um in terms of the changes of tone and stuff like that like Uh, the book is like that, and I think life is like that, like, I I like it when things are really contradictory, because that's how my life is, you know, like, I often, you know, you have great moments of joy, and, and then you'll think about some sad thing, and, or, you know, someone cracks a joke at a funeral, you know, like, that's, that's life, you know, that's being honest about things, Uh, so, yeah, and then also we shot this movie out of order a lot. So it was, I was especially in Jack's <laughs> hands, you know, because I, you know, you try to keep track of it and you look at the script. Okay, this was the thing, but we were before that, and, uh, before the spider, or after the spider, and, uh, and then, <laughs> and then you just like you do your best, but then it's really up to to Jack, who's keeping the overview of the whole thing, going. And I felt in such amazingly capable hands. It's been, it's been such a thrill to be part of this next chapter for Jacques, you know, in this first English language movie. Like, uh, yeah, because, anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we have time for a few questions from the audience. Yep, right over there.
2: Um, Wonderful, wonderful performance.
0: And the question has to do with the fact that you, you looked very dirty yep. throughout the movie. And so what kind of
1: effort went into the costumes and the, and the look of the movie? What's well, funny, because at some point, like, I realized they were not washing my clothes <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. And I was like, it's amazing. How do they reapply the dirt every day? Like, and then I was like, this is the same dirt. <laughs> I, I wiped my hand on there yesterday. Uh, yeah, Milena Canonero, the amazing Italian costume designer who did some of Kubrick's films, and yeah, anyway, I, she's just a master, and um, and yeah, I don't know, it just I felt like too clean when I was not at work when I was making this movie, <laughs> you know, like I got so used to that sheen of grime, but I later found out that the, they were actually cleaning the costume, but not laundering it. They I was like, how 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 is it that we're keeping this hygienic? Once I realized that it wasn't being washed, they're like, oh, we uh, we have vodka and we spray vodka on the inside of the clothes. <laughs> and This big jug of cheap vodka in the costume trailer, like, oh, okay. And that's how they keep it from like stinking to a high heaven. Jacques, do you want to say anything
0: about working with Milena Canonera?
1: je trouve
2: a très très bien parlé. very well about it. C'est yeah. je très franchement, je ne pensais pas qu'elle était accessible. I didn't think I, I could access uh that she would be available that I c'est could c'est get to her. C'est une sorte de it's like a myth Elle a fait les Kubrick. Des with, uh, Kubrick Je sais pas combien elle a eu d'Oscars, d'Oscar, um, uh, uh, 4. Four. Et donc, voilà. mais voilà. Et en fait, c'est une petite Italienne absolument adorable, charmante. Small Qui, je pense, a cessé de dormir il y a 50 ans. And I think she stopped sleeping 50 years ago. Uh, <laughs> Just go <laughs> and go and go. Elle est brillante ici. She's, the smartest. And I love working with
0: her. And we have time for another one? Yep, over there. And can you talk about the way that the movie does become the story of two couples? It's almost like two love stories in a way. I don't know if it's two love stories, but it's
2: just some kind of love. Yeah, it's just love amongst men, and uh, it's love amongst brothers, and, uh, and also um, uh, Warm and Maurice, they share an idea, a utopia, uh, the desire for a better world. So, and they all end up sharing that at, uh, at, um, at, um, at the river. But I don't know. um, I don't know how you read that. Maybe it's
1: love. Yes, I guess that's how you call it. What else is it? Yeah, exactly. Love. (laughs) Yeah, it's also this beautiful thing that happens when the two couples intersect there at the river. Like, I don't know. I find uh, now watching the movie objectively, I find uh, that stuff really moving because when you think like Charlie and Eli have been pretty much them against the world for the last 30 years and it's the first time you see them make a friend the first time I've had any kind of intimate conversation with someone outside of Charlie ever you know so those firsts when you see them on uh, in a, on, on camera and yeah. euh, enfin,
2: something. C'est, on, a, on a beaucoup de mal à dire ça, la, fin, l'amour entre hommes, entre frères. De c'est comme on, on, on a coupé une réplique uh, We le get, film. On a coupé un dialogue à la fin. Une line. Ou, ou, ou à la fin tu disais, tu, 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 parce que tu es mon petit frère et je t'aime. Yeah. Uh, we, it was à la campfire, the, the Charlie a perdu son bras et il dit, tu es malheureux de moi and he said, things have changed so much. And there was a line by uh, Eli, uh, that I would answer him and say, uh, no, nothing has changed. You're my little brother, and I love you. You have to cut it, because it's just too much. But now, they put it uh, in I the talk trailer,
0: about it tonight, and way. I regret <laughs> it. <laughs> and uh, I think that's where we're gonna have to wrap it up. So please, everyone, join me in thanking our Thank guests you. tonight. Hey, I really appreciate everyone coming out on opening weekend. It really,
2: really makes a difference. That's good. That makes a difference. Thank you very much. Great to be in California. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Landmark Theaters Film Club podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to hear Q and A's with talent from new independent films opening at the Landmark. You can also check out our YouTube channel for videos of these Q and A's and more exclusive content. See you next time.